I'm alive today. So I about live my path. Decisions I make. Impact. Every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my actions. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need to stop lying to myself because the only one I'm fooling is myself. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. I'm not a fade. No matter how I feel. No matter what I see. No matter what it looked like. I'm not a fade. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family and you. So God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we said or done that would breach our relationship with you and each other. God, I pray as we go forward, God, grant unto us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, but more importantly, God, give us direction and how to utilize the things that you place in us on a day-to-day basis. Help us to work hard to become the men that you called us to be from the foundations of the earth. Touch every man's family here, God, wherever they may be. God, touch them. Make sure that they're healthy. Make sure that they're whole, God. God, I pray for the men and women across the country, God, that may be homeless right now, God. I pray that they find shelter, God. I pray for those who are having problems with their finances, with their uh, ability to have food, God. I pray that they find food, God, the basic needs that they have, God, in the midst of what's going on. I pray that those needs be met. God, we thank you for another day. For this is the day that you've made. We will rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Although we're not worthy of it, we say thank you anyway. Thank you for another day to get it right. As we go forth, God, grant unto us the courage to stay connected to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We want to talk to you today about distortion or distorted. I uh, looked up the word and distorted not true or completely representing the facts misrepresentation false. Not truly or completely representing the facts of or reality. Misrepresentation false. Twisting or altering something out of its true natural or original state. Twisting or altering something out of its true natural or original state. Appearing different from what it really is. Appearing different from what it really is. Let me, let me throw that one more time. Can I see that? Because I believe that has a lot to do with how we move. Appearing different from what it really is. That's distorted. 
twisting or altering something out of its true natural or original state. Not truly or completely representing the fact or reality, misrepresentation. Can I see that, Mr. Okay. Reason why I want to talk to you about that because distortion is what can jack your life completely up. And what distortion really is is misrepresentation. Something that should look one way, people shift it and make it look another way, but really it makes you think it's the way that they shift it. No, I always talk to you guys about your original position. That men was designed to lead. They were designed to lead. But if you look at our society today, it'll help it'll make you think men were never in a position to lead. It'll make you think that men are lazy. It'll make you think men do not care about their children. It'll make you think men do not care about their community. Sometimes it'll make you think that everybody is doing the negative and nobody's doing the positive. You know how some of us say, well, I grew up in a community where everybody was doing drugs. I grew up in a community where I've never seen anybody doing anything positive. When you say those things, what you have just did is gave into the lie, the distortion. Because there's never everybody does everything. Some people do certain things and some people don't. But if you get caught up in the distortion that's put before you, what happens, you begin to believe that. And you begin to duplicate that. And you begin to live based on the distorted information that's been given to you. Perfect example. Some folk will believe that if you grew up in a certain area, you can never become successful. If certain things have happened to you, you can never go beyond those certain things that have happened to you. Because that situation will distort you. And so what happens, those distorted views that you've experienced now becomes a part of your thinking. Think about it. If you dealt with a police officer, you had a run-in with an officer. It wasn't a good run-in. It was a bad run-in. That run-in, if you not told or uh, informed about other things about officers, that one run-in now has became your way of thinking about officers. Am I right or wrong? Talk to me. Distort. It's been case by case. Well, case by case is different, but it would make you be distorted. Your view of officers would be every officer is corrupt. Think about it. I just want to work with you on that because 
if you've had some run-ins, and if you've seen certain things, your view is based on what you've been exposed to. And if you're not careful, you'll carry a view toward a group of individuals that that's one individual, but that's not the whole group. So you start looking at the whole group based on your distorted view. Sometimes we get distorted because it's a way of surviving. Because that would be a way of thinking, well, okay, if an officer that way, I'm never going to deal with an officer on the right way, or I'm going to deal with them on the negative way. Because think about it. Our views are developed. And if we're not careful, we'll have a distorted view, and our thinking will stay distorted. It's a thing we call, in counseling, called cognitive distortion. Meaning your thinking is distorted. Well, think about it. If you've been doing drugs and alcohol, what do you think has happened to your thinking? Distorted. Distorted. If you've been involved in criminal activity, it will cause your thinking to be what? Distorted. Because you had to shift your thinking to do the crime. It misrepresented the truth. Think about it. If your thinking was not distorted, you wouldn't have committed the crime. You wouldn't have used the drugs. If it was not distorted. I just read it to you. Appearing truthful what is really a lie? Misrepresentation. How many times have you believed the lie? Whatever that lie has been. If you got an addiction, you've been believing the lie. I'm going to feel better. <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm come up quick if I get this lit. I'm going to come up quick if I go do this. I'm, I'm going to come up by doing this. I'm going to come up quick. Distort it. And what happens when you distort it, it will take something that is simple and flip it. And keep flipping. And keep flipping. And you'll begin to believe it. It'll be a lie from the jump. But you'll keep believing. Why? Why do we believe the lie? Talk to me. Tell about the lies in your life and why you start believing. Yeah, they be convincing. It be convincing? People be convincing when they be lying to your face. What's be convincing about it? And you know it's a lie. How it's convincing? You don't know it's true. I think it comes from the person it comes from, too. From the person it comes from. What else? You held them to a high standard. You believe a lie before you believe the truth. You don't believe a lie before you believe the truth. Why? Are they not true? You adapt to that way of thinking. You adapt to that way of thinking. What else? Why do you believe a lie? You got over 70 million people believing that this current election has been stolen. Yeah. <laughs> believing it. Believing it. And it's a straight up lie. But why do you think people believe that? Followers. They don't want to hear the truth. People don't want to deal with the truth because the truth says what? 
He lost very square. And not just that, but the truth says you leave the line up with it. And right. sometimes we don't want to line up with what's true. Truth takes work. Think about that for a second. Truth takes work. You have to work when you do when truth shows up. When truth don't show up, guess what happens? You live a lie. If truth says, just for you guys for a minute, if truth, you're going to meet somebody, hey, I'm in a program right now. I don't have no money. I'm homeless. I'm working to get myself together. Why we won't tell that? Why we won't say all of that when we run into someone? Why? Give me that word. It's just, just a word that begins with a. Shame, but another word is acceptance. We want to be accepted. We want to be accepted. So we will alter the truth to be accepted. Think about it. We alter the truth to be accepted. So as we continue to misrepresent ourselves, or alter the truth, guess what we start doing? Living a lie. We start living a lie because we done altered the truth. And when you done altered the truth enough, you don't know what the truth is no more, so now you become living this lie. Then you can't get out of the lie because the lie feels good. You've been benefiting from that lie, so I, I can't be truthful now because I'm in there now. I'm benefiting. I know if I just tell the truth, I might lose everything. So I got to keep lying. Yeah, I go to jail and, and I'm, I'm, I'm the kingpin. And you was really just a runner. But on the streets, you was a runner, but in the jail, you're a kingpin because you got to pump yourself up. Or, you know, you change the way you look. Think about it. If I go in certain neighborhoods, you know, I'm in certain neighborhoods that's a little safe. I can easily do like this shit. Hey, how's everybody doing? You know, hi. You know, all that kind of thing. <laughs> Certain neighborhoods. I got to alter the way I walk up in them. I got to go up and, hey, man, how your mama them doing? You know, what's up? I have to change. I have to transition to deal with certain things. See that? But I'm still me. I could be scared over there. They ain't going to I'm scared. You be like, hey man, what's going on? You know, I give you a perfect example. We were uh, living in Washington lunch one day. We went up to the neighborhood, and you know, certain times you need to be off of your telephone wherever you are. You don't know where you are. You on your phone talking, and you don't you don't know your surroundings. Somebody hit you in your head, take you your phone and everything else. You don't know your surroundings. And she don't know, I'm like, you telephone. Do you know where you are? Do you know where you are? Even me. When I'm in certain areas, wherever I am, I'm taking my phone off. Because I need to be able to see where I'm at. See what's going on around me. I can't see what's going on around me when I'm on the telephone. Have you noticed people walking across the street with their phone don't even know where the traffic comes? You get hit by a car. That phone ain't that that call is not that important. 
But you'll get that distorted view that you could walk across the street with your phone and talk. When in actuality, you take your phone, turn it off. But if not, you'll believe a lie. I can make cross the street talking on this telephone and not have the possibility of getting hit. That's how, but I'm thinking, that's what I'm talking about, the way we think. If you can change the way you think, it will change the way you behave. And if you change the way you behave, it will change the outcome of your life. But if you're so distorted, that's what's gonna mess you up, your thinking. Most of the time, because of the distorted thinking, you end up doing what you do. But you don't convince yourself to think that way. You don't convince, it, it done became so, where the lie done benefited you so much, I can't go back to being truthful no more. Because truthful, people ain't gonna accept me. People ain't gonna deal with me for being truthful. So I gotta learn how to lie. I gotta be slick with it. I gotta distort, I gotta throw some deception in the game or some distortion in the game. I'm in a program, but I ain't in that program. <laughs> I'm in a shelter, but I ain't really in no shelter, you know. I'm home, but I ain't really home. See, I can go home. See, some of y'all have said it to me now. Man, I ain't home. I ain't go home. Well, go home. What you here for? <clears throat> some of you guys have said, see, that's that trying to misrepresent the truth. The truth is I made bad decisions. Truth is, I can't go back home right now. Because if I could, I'd be there. Ain't not one of you men would be here if you could be back home. I would. I would. You could be back home? No. I, I don't want to be back home. Talk to me real no. serious. Can you go home right now? If no, you could no. go home, would you have been here? No, no, no I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go home. Would you be here? I wouldn't if be you here. could go home, yes. everything was good, everything was lovely, why come here? That don't make no sense. No, no, no. I wouldn't be here. Don't mandate. Mandate. Think about it. If you could be somewhere else, why are you here? Because I can't be somewhere else and I need to be here. Just truth. But see, our ego and our distorted thinking won't come to that point. Because if we come to that point, then you got to deal with you. You got to deal with the truth. See, that's why it sounds good when you walk through them doors. I'm just looking for a job. That's the biggest life you can tell. Because you ain't just looking for a job. You're looking for a life. You're looking to get your life in order. Young man called me who should be coming in later this week. Said, yeah, man, I want to get my CDL. I said, yeah, you want to come here? We can help you with that, but you need to get your life right. You're 20-something years old. You don't need to be in the homeless program. <laughs> Evidently, something's wrong with your thinking. Some distortion that took place. Something been misrepresented in your life, and you've been believing. So you've been going down that path. It's the only way you can go down that path that you got to get distorted. you got to think in a way. It's got to be misrepresenting the truth. We don't go to the truth early because we don't want to deal with what the truth says. 
That's why some of us run from doctors. We'll run. It's amazing. We'll go to our street pharmacist, but we won't go to a, a real pharmacist. The one that's gone to school, they got a license for. We won't go to see him or her, but we'll go to the one on the street because we believe the street. We'll believe that. We'll believe, oh, this is going to make you feel good. And you feel good, and now you done got hooked on something that at the same time makes you feel good, but killing you at the same time. Yeah. Distorted. We believe that distortion is misrepresentation. We, 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 we believe it. And we believe it, and we go on thinking that way, and that way gets us caught up in all kinds of stuff. Whether it's drugs, whether it's women, whether it's criminal behavior, a distorted thought process. Distortion. Appearing different from what it really is. It's, it gonna look like it's different. I guarantee you, when you first did cocaine or crack or whatever the drug was, they told you it was going to be okay. This going to make you feel good. They didn't tell you, though, it's going to make you feel good. You got to keep coming back to keep getting that feeling. They didn't tell you that. Yes. Well, um, when I first um, tried powder my home, but I like, was around the right to me. And um, when I asked, I said, man, let me hit the set, bro. Look, go on and hit the set. He said, whoa, bro. He said, I'll shout. You don't want to uh, do this. Like, bro, please don't do it. And I kept, you know what I'm talking about? I asked him, and I asked him, like, please, you wrong. Go ahead. But listen to what you just said. He told you, please don't do it. Right. But he really didn't stop you from doing it. Nope. So what did he really want you to not do it? Nope. Yep. After I did it, every time he turned around, he passed me the set. Yeah. See that? Because you thought he really cared, but he really didn't care. But he made it appear like he cared. Because he wanted to first say, you know, I don't want to be the one to hook you. Right. At the same yeah, time. Same. See yeah. that? Yeah. At the same time, you <laughs> I don't want to be the one to get you hooked. What? I ain't going to stop you from using. I ain't going to stop you because you're a grown man. But if I'm really concerned about you, I wouldn't have never did it in front of you or even offered it to you. See that? Distort. I'm telling you, if you look at the way you think, that distorted thinking, I guarantee you'll start saying, wait a minute, I need to change the way I think, because it was misrepresented. See, a lie has to be a sprinkle, a truth in it. Sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle. Just a little bit. Say that. Just a little bit. Say it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Come on, man, talk to me. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Ain't it right? Most of the stuff we got into, it started with just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little taste. Just a, just a little sample. Am I right? Talk to me, man. Just a little sample. Say just a little sound. Say it one more time. Just a little sound. Come on, man. Just a little sound. That's how most of it started. Just a little bit. Just a little sound. You know when you started stealing. You started stealing bubble gum first. 
Something small. <laughs> Think about it. Think about the first time you stole something. It was small. And after you got away with stealing, you said, Ooh, I got away with it. I ain't get caught. Oh, you got the watch. So if I can steal this, I can steal that. And if I can steal that, I can steal this. And if I can steal this, I can steal that. Say it, say this. If I can get this, I can get this. If I can get that, I can get that. If I can get this, I can get this. If I can get this, I can get this. And if I can get that, I can get this. And if I can get that, I can get this. That's the way that distortion starts. Think about it. Think about it. It starts just that small. It ain't gotta be big, just a little bit, said he. Just a little bit. All I want is just a little bit. And if I can get just a little bit, if I can get in there just a little bit, if I can drop just something in your spirit, just a little bit of a distorted view, I can shift your whole life. I can switch the way that you believe in yourself and you'll believe differently about yourself. If I can just get in there a little bit. That's why you think the way you think, because it all started with a little bit. Works both ways. The positive works the same as the negative. All it takes is just a little bit. That's all it took. That's all it took. For Samson to lose his strength, it didn't take nothing major. It didn't take no major stuff. You talking about the strongest man? All it took was a woman to just talk a little bit. And that little bit, all they had to do was, baby, what's up? Lay your head on my shoulder and let me, what causes you to be so strong? A haircut caused him to be weak. <laughs> your strength lies in your hat. And nobody knew it but because you got some distorted thinking going on, you go deal with this woman. And you tell her what it is that caused you to be strong. See that distorted thinking. And matter of fact, before he even went there, he was already told not to go there. How many warnings you get before you get destruction, my brother? Before you even use the drug, you knew about the drug. Before you commit the crime, you got people in your community going to jail. You see them every day. I ain't gonna be me, and then next week, it's me. <laughs> they ain't gonna be me, then next week, it's me. And you knew it. Yes. I uh, used to know how like I'd be walking down the street, right? And you see that sign say wrong way. I'd see like five or six of them going, you know what I'm talking about? I give them a little sack, like they say the wrong way. And I look up at the sign, like, damn, I'm going the wrong way. Keep going. But you want to go that way. Yep. You just start your thinking. Your thinking is, see, the same little bit that's caused you to go bad is the same little bit that can cause you to go right. There's two wrongs there, right or wrong. But the lie would seem so good, sound so good, sound so enticing, because somewhere in us, 
We want to do whatever that is that's pulling us. It don't have to be just drugs. It can be anything. It can be a simple, I want to get out of here this weekend. I want to go see my woman. I want to go see my woman. So I'm willing to get caught up in my thinking at that moment and make a move for the man. That's what happened. I got to get, I, I'm so frustrated right now, so I just got to smoke. I just got to get it right now. I, I can't wait. I, I just believe I got to get it. See, that lie becomes so strong. That the start of thinking gets so strong, you stop moving with that thinking. You don't challenge it. Some guys will rob a bank. Now think about it. Did, did, did we know cameras in there? Some people break in people's homes while they're in the house. Because that's how the start of their thinking. Not knowing behind that door might be 12 gauge shotgun. But you're going to jump in anyway. Think about it. I have to start thinking. Tell to me. Somebody tell me why you keep thinking that way. I know we see, we get on a little bit of it early, so why we don't challenge that? Why we don't? I was as you as you were speaking, I wrote down why and how does distortion work so well? Why and how? Because like you said, I think you're using number seven million people are. Deceived or destroyed, seven million. So I'm thinking, how and why does it work so well? And the other thing was uh, the other day you were speaking to your um, um, the illustration of Adam, I mean, of Eve being destroyed in, in the garden. Right. She was told by the serpent. She was part truth. Part truth. Part truth is what distortion is. It gives you, I think, it's definitely appearing different from what it really is. Trusting offering something out of its true natural or original state. Yep. And so I'm trying to figure, and I need, because if 7 million people are being deceived and have a distorted thinking, there has to be some type of power in it. Because I don't want to believe the truth. truth. I can plant, think about it. If I plant some negative and you open yourself up to it, that negative piece begin to grow. I plan it in your head that something wrong gonna happen. Let me give you this here. A pessimistic person will always see doom. Pessimistic. An op op optimistic person will always see deliverance. I'm using the D's for a purpose. The optimistic person will always see deliverance or they will see destiny different. They won't see the obstacle, but they'll see the opportunity. That's optimism. Pessimism, a pessimistic person will always look for the negative. So if I know I'm negative and I want to plant negative, I'm going to start with a negative idea. If I know I'm about to lose, if I know something's going on, so I'm going to plan ahead of time. You know how y'all have told, you know, you done messed up the money? Uh -huh. 
and you done told the wife or family, you know, somebody robbed you. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you plant, you plant things to set up for the next, just like you plant the pot. So what has happened is that I planted some negative stuff, and you took it in and got them built for you. So if I have one incident, uh, something happened, I feel like it. So the people who believe it was that they were open to believe Because I planted it. See, I'm telling y'all, if I if I lose now, this was going to happen. You know, it's almost like a team that got hurt playing. You know, uh, you know my style hurt, so, you know, look like we're going to lose. So, so we play like we lose. We ain't playing like we're going to win, so when we lose, we could say, you know, my starting quarterback hurt. That's why we lost. Well, you got somebody on the team that can throw the ball just like he can throw the ball. See that? But you plant, you set it up so that when the fallout comes, I'm ready for it. See that? So you got to plant stuff. Just like you plant the positive, you can plant the name. See that? So I plant that in your head so you start to believe. Guess what? Remember, one time as black folks we believe we'd never get a chance to do what we're doing? Somebody plant that in your head. The man. You know that line? The man keeping us down. And I keep wondering, who is the man? What's his name? Where he live? Can I tell the man to get his foot off my neck? Who is the man? Remember you used to hear that growing up, though? The man want to keep you down. And you keep wondering, who is that man? Where is that man live? Is it a white man? Is it a black man? What man is it? And then you come finding out that when you look in the mirror, you looking at the man that's keeping you down. You! Because you the man. But if I had distorted you enough to make you think that all white people do certain things, all black people do certain things, all women do certain things, all Mexicans do certain things, every group, if I get you to start believing that, guess what you start doing? You start operating from that thought process because I have distorted your view about people. So what that ends up doing, you segment yourself from certain people. Because I done put it in your head. And you don't believe it. Because like I said, when it comes down to men, men won't hug another man because you're thinking somebody watching you. <laughs> it looks cool. Am I right or wrong, though? Right. Tell them I right or wrong. Right. I mean, I know we're in the COVID thing, but I'm just saying, on a natural basis, men do not hug each other, man. We'll do this here. We'll hug and we'll pack you real quick and back off. Because we don't want to be appear as being too close. See, that's that distorted view. See, if I can keep you closer, I can keep you from each other. You can't learn from each other. So I keep you separate. Damn, that's why certain neighborhoods been the way they are. I'm going to keep you on this side because I don't want you on that side. And I don't want you on that side. Because if you stay on this side, you're going to be fine. If you go on that other side, I don't know how you're going to be. I don't know what you're going to turn out to be. So I got to protect you. 
Distortion also protects people because it protects your way of thinking but don't open you up to a new way of thinking. It protects your way of thinking but it don't open you up to a new way of thinking. If I can keep you thinking that you don't supposed to be leading, you don't supposed to have good job, you don't supposed to be educated, you don't supposed to take care of your family, if I can throw that out there, I can have you thinking everybody that's poor and black is on welfare. When I see lines, where there's white folks in? Yep. If there's more white folks than black folks, who do you think mostly on welfare? White folks. Ain't going to be black people because there's more of them. Right. But if you get caught up in the distorted view, you would think that. Right. You think the same thing about here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That all the noises happen to each other. That other folks against us, that's not true. Don't have anything to do with the color of your skin. King said something that was powerful. It's not the color of your skin, it's the content of your character. If your character jacked up, you just jacked up character, black or white. Okay. Red or green. Black or white. It don't matter. But if you get caught, if you don't shift your distorted thinking to rational, thinking you're going to always keep making mistakes based on that distortion. Yeah. How irrational is that? And people believe me. You're going to steal the election. <laughs> and some folk really believe that. I'm serious. Truly believe that the election has been stolen. They believe that. It's like you believe a lie. You don't believe some lies. Pookie got you believing that lie now. That's why you still going to get that crack. June Boyle told you, let's break in his house. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Some of y'all done did things, lived certain lives because somebody told you something and it sounded good. Especially when we were young men. Don't get married yet, man. Get all you can, as much as you can. Don't get sick. Don't get committed. But run. Yeah. We got kids that we shouldn't even been involved in those relationships. They're blessed, but we could have prevented some of our behavior. Because we've been told that lies. We've been living them lies, man. That's why we gotta change the way we think. We gotta change the way we think. Because if we change the way we think, we change the way we behave. And if we change the way we behave, we have different outcomes. But we got to do that, man. We got to stop believing the lie. But people will believe it, though, man. I'm see, I'm so shocked at some of the stuff I see. And I'm like, are you serious? And But people believe it. People believe it, man. And that's what blows my mind, is that you can, you can say something, and they believe it. But that's what saying goal has always been to fabricate or misrepresent the truth. Shift it, change it in some kind of way. Make it enticing. And so you'll go for it. That's why the drug game is so big. Because it's enticing. It's a quick fix. Yes? Yeah, from a spiritual town standpoint, it says when you're born in sin, yep. you're shaped in iniquity. Yep. You're, you're shaped to do wrong. 
We are in a, in, a, in, a, in a sinful world. In a sinful world, we are. But there's been a remedy for that. See, Jesus was remedy for that. That's why he died. So we can be back in relationship with him. That's on the most spiritual piece. Yeah, we were shaped a certain way, but you don't have to stay that way. That's the catch. See, that's the catch. Even though you've been exposed to some negative stuff, you don't have to keep living that way.
See, that's taking responsibility for your actions. I wanted to do it. Nobody made me do it. I wanted to do it. I was driven by my own desire to do it. I did. But I'm not going to live in guilt for the rest of my life. I have to forgive myself and move on and make changes so I don't do it again. That's it. You got to make those changes, man. You got to start challenging your thinking. You got to know what's distorted. You got to know what's being misrepresented. What is the truth? So stop lying to yourself. Stop thinking, well, cocaine don't kill. It's just, you know, it's going to help me this weekend. Molly going to help me get this off this weekend. You know, you got to stop trying to buy that life. Yeah. Sell it back to the person who sold it to you. And be rid of it and keep it moving. Because that distorted thinking will mess you up, man. I'm telling you, it starts with that distortion. That distortion, not truly or completely representing the fact or reality, misrepresentation, false, twisting or altering something out of its true, natural, or original state. See, that piece there, twisting or altering something out of its true, natural, or original state, you original man. See that? Ain't no information maybe about that. What you gonna do with it? Sound good. Sound good. We had, you know, black folk building this America we in. That there was a time when kings and queens. That sound good in the history books. You making history today, man. Whether you believe it or not, you're part of the history. Yeah, you history right now. People gonna read about you. They read about you now. Some of y'all. When they come on that board and see your picture, they read about you. That's history. That's history. You can't misrepresent this. This is truth. 907 men that have graduated from this program, that's truth. Which means if somebody tell you it don't work, they just lie to you because it does work. Damn. Got it in front of you. Part of the history of homeless men turning their lives around. You part of the history of a brother that done spent some time in prison and got out and doing good. That's a citizen. That's a paying his taxes. You you part of the history of a man that came from a broken family but turning his life around. You part of the history of men that's been divorced, prison. Drugs turning his life around. That's history. That's history. Every one of you men are part of the history of changing the face of homelessness in Atlanta, which means you in Atlanta, but y'all from various places. You resided in Atlanta, but you from New York, Boston, Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Chicago, 
You represent the whole world in so many ways of men that are homeless. You from a different state, but you represent that state by being here. You ain't never think about that, did you? You think you just represent you. And if you wanted to say you, you represent a diversity group of men. So you history right now, man. What kind of history you gonna make? Are you gonna be the distorted history? Or are you gonna be the history that says, although I fall, I got up. Although a man could fall, he can get up. Hey, uh, get See that? You got one? You history, man. The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? Appreciate y'all, man. I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. Decisions I make. Impact. Every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my actions. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need to stop lying to myself because the only one I'm fooling is myself. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. No matter how I feel, no matter what I see, no matter what it look like, I'm not a failure. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we said or done that will separate us from you and each other. So God, I pray as we go forward, you give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But more importantly, God, we need your guidance today. So guide us, God, in the direction we need to go. God, if there's any sick among us right now, God, I pray that you touch their body from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, God. God, I pray if they got any family members that may be going through a time of illness, God, that you allow your healing virtue to touch them, God. God, I pray for those that may be out in the weather, the elements of the cold, not only here in Atlanta, but across the country, God, that they find shelter, Lord. God, I pray for those who are standing in food lines and unemployment lines, God, that you find a way to get them what they need, God. Provide the resources for them, God. Lord, we thank you that you allowed us another day, God, to see and to get it right. So, God, we thank you for your mercy, your grace that we're not even worthy of, but we say thank you, God. Thank you for everything that you put in our hands and help us to utilize what you've already put in us, God. We thank you as we go forward, God. We open ourselves up to wherever you want to send us to and take us to this morning. Give us something new and fresh that will help us make better decisions in men. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you today about trust. Trust. Firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone or something. Trust. A firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone or something. 
Another definition for trust, a person, a thing in which confidence is, is placed. Again, a person or thing in which confidence is placed. Trust. Wow. Trust. Trust is a powerful thing. And a lot of times, that could be the stumbling block of us moving forward. Either we have trust or lack of trust. So talk to me. Tell me, give me one of the reasons why it's hard for you to trust. Because maybe you have been stabbed in your back so many times and so much stuff that happened from trusting people that you know, can't trust nobody no more. You don't got stabbed in the back. You can't trust no more. Some people just ain't trustworthy themselves, so they mm -hmm. figure everybody to serve. Some people are not trustworthy themselves, so they feel everybody is similar to themselves. Whatever. What's another reason why we can't trust? Or we struggle with trust? If you can't trust yourself, if you can't trust yourself, you don't trust nobody else. If you can't trust yourself, you can't trust nobody else. Hmm. Talk up so I can hear you, brother. You kind of said it before, you put yourself out there uh, to be hurt. You put yourself out there to be hurt. You're vulnerable. So vulnerability prevents you from trusting other people. What else? Some people are manipulated. Fear. 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 OK. What else? Your upbringing. Your upbringing. All those things plays a role in it. But in order for you to move forward, trust has to be extended. Because if you go through life not trusting, you go through life not growing. That's scary. Because trusting, lack of trust, stagnates you from going forward. Don't you think that's kind of like the black culture or the culture of society today, though? What do you mean, black culture? To not trust, to be defensive. To, to, to be defensive? Yeah. Well, a lot of reasons why, and you say black culture. Yeah, mostly, mainly. Why do you say black culture? Because you feel like black people don't trust each other? Yeah, you know, the hip-hop the, the hip -hop culture, just the culture, the culture. Just culture itself? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of groups, not only if you look at it from a minority standpoint, it's just from a standpoint. See, because that will allow you to really believe that based on what you see. And remember, I keep telling you men this, our view is our view. But if you base everything on your view, your view is limited. So that's not the truth? No, it's the truth from your view, but if you challenge your view and says that if I keep maintaining this view, this puts me in a position where I look at my view and I don't move from my view. Listen to what I just said. If I base everything on my view and my view is limited, I have a limited view. So if I have a limited view, 
I have limited trust. And if I have limited trust, I have limited movement. So if I have limited movement, I can't move further because I'm not moving further because I limit myself from moving further. Does that make sense? Because yeah, yeah. if you say, from a cultural standpoint, you can't trust black people, from a cultural standpoint, I can't trust blacks or minorities, whatever group you're in, that means that you cut yourself off from that culture. See that? If you say the same thing, I cannot trust white people. I'm just using it for example, because you see culture, so you've taken a segment of the population. That's a segment, right? Are y'all with me? Yes. If you said you can't trust white people, then that means every person that's white, you have problems dealing with them. So if you have problems dealing with them, now what you said to yourself, I cannot trust this group. So if you can't trust this group, if opportunity comes from that group, you won't get the opportunity because you won't open yourself up to trust them. So because we think that way, that may have a lot to do with your limited opportunities. Have you ever thought about that? Because what you said makes sense. But it's a limited thought process. Because now you done cut off a group of people. See that? See, that's what we fail to realize. We'll say these things, and we start believing these things, so we start cutting off these, these other individuals. Why is that, though? Why we cut off a whole group based on our view, based on our own hurt? Why? Because you're right, all of us have been hurt. All of us have been through some changes. All of us have been let down. Moving on me. All of us have been through that. Why? Why? Why, when we had an experience, we take that experience and now we live based on that experience? Some people, they, they keep the past with them. They don't, they, they don't let that go. We keep the past with us. We don't let it go. Why? Sometimes you don't know how to let it go. Sometimes we don't know how to let it go. But you don't want to let it go. You experience something that made you not believe in anything else like that. The experience make you don't want to believe in anything, and the brother just said sometimes we just don't want to let it go. Because letting it go means this here. I have to open myself back up. I have to open myself back up to being that's why it's hard for us to trust. Because I got to open myself up. I got to be, I have to be vulnerable again. And if I'm vulnerable again, I can be hurt. So instead of being hurt, I hold on. Because if I hold on to it, that means I won't allow myself to get hurt. 
But let me tell you the danger of holding on to stuff. You hold on to things, you don't grow. You stay right where you are. You stay right where you are. You don't grow anymore. That, that view stops you from other opportunities. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. So I don't really know. I didn't really know anything about parenthood. I really didn't know anything about parenthood. You know what I mean? Then when my mom and dad came and got me when I was 11 years old, when I was 11 years old, I didn't trust them. Uh huh. So I had some trust issues. Okay. So the abuse as a child turned to some trust issues. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, I can see that happen. But as a grown man, if you're still allowing the past to prevent you from trusting, then what that means is that you've been dealing with the past. You haven't dealt with that issue. Because when you don't deal with an issue, the issue really prevents you from growing. It's almost like what you just said, the abuse as a child, <coughs> bad experience. Now that bad experience has dictated relationships. People who may not go or go may not be to hurt you, but based on experience, you don't allow them to love you fully. See that? Because you base your relationship on them based on the condition. See that? Trust allows you to set up some, lack of trust allows you to set up some conditions. I'm only going to deal with you so far. I'm only going to love you so much. I'm only going to give so much. Because if I only give so much, or I love you so much, that protects me from giving all. Think about it. When do you give all? Do we give all? No. Let's be honest. No, sir. Talk to me. Do we give all? Yes or no? No, yes. no sir. Sometimes. Tell the truth. Just say this here. No. Just repeat this. Sometimes. Let me be honest. Let me be honest. Let me really be honest. Let me really be honest. With myself. With myself. Let me be honest. Let me be honest. Really? Really? Be honest. Really be honest. With myself. With myself. Most of the time. Most of the time. Matter of fact. Matter of fact. Some of the time. Some of the time. I'm only. Only. Honest. Honest. If I stand. If I stand. To gain. Let me say that again. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm only honest, I'm only honest when, I when I stand to gain. To gain. If it's about losing, it's about losing I, ain't honest. I ain't honest. Yeah, I'm going to challenge that. Why you say that's not true? I said I don't know about that. Why you don't know? Come on, trust now. I mean, for me, sometimes it's a gamble. Ah, listen to what he just said. Why sometimes it's a gamble? It's a gamble based on what? 
It's a gamble if I'm gonna win or lose. Trust ain't got nothing to do with winning or losing. See that? Because if you trust a, a process, whether I win or lose, I'm going through the process. Listen to what I just said. If you look at a process and you're saying, well, I'm only going to do this process unless I win. So if there's not a definite win at the end of this process, I'm not going to do it. See that? Which means your trust is based on the condition. Don't forget situation there. Situations still don't have anything to do with true trust. Because everything you deal with has a process. So, for instance, let me give you a perfect example. You know that you've been to court. You know you're on probation. Check this out now. You're on probation. You're supposed to show up for a probation officer. But you say, I ain't going to show up. And you know you're going to get violated. But you know it's going to take a while for them to catch up with you, right? <laughs> you trust the process to a degree as long as they don't catch you. How many of y'all have had some violation of probation? Okay, I got a lot of hands here. Why did you violate probation? Knowing the process was there, why? I didn't want to go. Just didn't want to go. See that? Uh, you can't smoke, you can't drink, and you got to pay probation. I didn't want to pay, I wanted to smoke, and I wanted to drink. See? So I booked. I did what I wanted to do. Because I didn't trust, I didn't have full confidence in that process. So I did what I wanted to do. Right. I was stupid. I was stupid. You were stupid. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to call you stupid. You just want to do what you want to do. I ain't have no trust in the judicial system. I ain't have no trust. You ain't have no trust. I'm not situation with drugs. Drugs, you wanted to use. I had to go to work. I you had to go to work, but you couldn't attend the meeting. So you rather use the work as an excuse for your freedom. See that? Because it wasn't important. I'm trying to get you to see that when you trust a process, whether it's good or bad, you got confidence in the process. When you don't have confidence in a thing, you don't trust the thing. Because confidence means you got to lean and believe on that thing. And when you lean and believe in something, that means you go with no second thought. Think about it. How you men say this thing? People love to say, I trust God, but yet you can't wait on God. Yeah, I trust, I trust it's gonna happen, even in this program. We tell you, trust the process. But because the process don't happen in your own timing, you don't think the process works. Think about it. 
pass and you ain't on a permanent job, you ready to go. If 120 days, if 120 days or four months come, you ready to buck. If you don't get the job you want, you ready to go. If the relationship don't happen fast enough, you ready to go. When the process is, go through this whole piece and it's going to happen. So trust is based on, again, confidence and a belief system. Again, do you trust the process? Some of you guys right now don't trust what's happening. Don't trust it. You trust is as long as you're winning, you trust it. As long as you can see progress, you trust it. If you can touch it, you want some tangible. See that? If you can see it and you can touch it, yeah, I trust it. But when you can't see a trusted thing, you got problems believing. You got problems believing. You got to see it. Tell them I'm right or wrong. See, a lot of y'all looking the way you're looking because you don't trust. You don't trust. Because you've got issues that you haven't really dealt with. As long as you're winning, you're good. As long as everything you got, you have, people giving it to you, you trust it. When you can't see it, when you can't feel it, you got a problem with it. We struggle with it. Struggle with trust. We struggle with it. We struggle with it. And we keep struggling because we want to hold on to what we hold on to. We don't want to let it go. We don't want to be hurt. We want everything to work for us. And really, sometimes the hurt comes as a form of trying to heal you of some other stuff. Right. Sometimes you got to go through to get to. Matter of fact, we don't want to go through, but we want to get to. <laughs> Interesting. We don't want to go through that to get to. No, we just want to get it. It's a process. There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. <coughs> Everything we do, there's a process. We talk to people about wearing masks. People don't want to wear masks because they don't believe what's going to happen. They don't. They tell you, six feet apart, wear your mask. Some of y'all guys go out here, you have your mask on here, you go outside, you take them off. Because you don't believe the process. You don't. That's why you struggle with addiction. Because you don't believe, you believe you can pick up. You can pick up alcohol, you can pick up whatever, and think that that's going to stop you in your addiction. They say the way you stay sober, just don't pick up. And it won't mess you up. Just don't pick up. But you won't do crack again, but you'll smoke some weed. You won't smoke no weed, you drink some alcohol because you feel like, well, you know, 
ain't uh, smoking no more. But in actuality, most of the time, those drugs are gateway to other drugs. Drug is a drug. Yeah, we don't trust process. Just like now. We don't trust it. We don't. Trust is a hard thing, man. But why? Why we keep struggling with trust? Talk to me. Why? Because the amount of the drugs that we put in our body, man, it, 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 it dwarfs our thinking, our behavior, bro. You're thinking? Yeah. Say it again. If I can't trust me, I can't trust anybody else. Maybe, could it be, like I said earlier, we're scared to trust because it puts us at a vulnerable state. It makes us depend on something that we don't want to depend on. I believe because it might not make you feel good. Wow. We don't want to go through it. We don't want to go through it. Even though it may be the best thing, we don't want to go through it. It's a lack of patience. It's a lack of patience. It's a lack of patience. And it challenges you to become patient. It challenges you to depend on others. And we've been told not to depend on Matter of fact, we grow up a lot of times with people telling us not to trust. People done told you that. Am I right or wrong? They done told you not to trust nobody. Trust yourself. Matter of fact, how could you, how could you trust yourself when you really don't know yourself? I know I ain't gonna smoke no drugs. I know I ain't gonna do no drugs when you've been doing them. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I know. I know I'm gonna save some money when you ain't been saving money. So you need to trust a new process to change your life. But maybe, or could it be? I just don't want to change. I just don't want to trust nobody. I want to do it on my own. And ask yourself the question, if I keep doing it on my own, what has that done for me? Living by myself, making decisions by myself, not opening myself up to other people, what has that done for me? What has it done for me? What, is that, what has that Move me further in my life just doing it on my own. Has that worked for me? And based on where we are, no, it hasn't. It hasn't. And it will never work for you if you believe you can do it by yourself. It will never work for you. 
Let me say that again. If you think it, you can do it on your own, you're just lying to yourself. And whoever told you that, lied to you. <laughs> so mama, daddy, best friend, girlfriend, lied to you. You cannot do it by yourself. I don't care what you're trying to do. Can't do it by yourself. never trusted nobody. And now you want, now your teaching is now, and, and it's good teaching, I'm saying, and it, and it is true, it's good, but the reality of it is, and you said it, but you didn't ponder on it, that's a very hard thing to do if you all your life have never trusted a program, a process, or whatever, and now all of a sudden, I'm supposed to put my trust and faith because again it sounds like a whole lot like faith it's something that I've never seen because <clears throat> trust you got it, it's, 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 it, if I can see some trust it helps me believe in trust but if I ain't seen it like the brother said we've been growing up in a culture mm -hmm. where trust don't exist too damn much Trust do exist. I mean, I didn't say it did not exist. It didn't exist, exist for you. Much, not just for me. Much. Let me tell you, let me tell you why. It looks that way. You always gonna see, watch this, a confidence, a, a, a counterfeit to the truth. There always gonna be a counterfeit to the truth. Say it again. Deception. Deception. There will always be something that will make you think it's true and it's not true. I talked to y'all about that last week. Right. So what happens, deception looks grand yeah. and the truth looks small. Yeah. Because deception goal is to get you off track. If I could keep you off track, I keep you from going in the right direction. So if you've been told from growing up, do not trust nobody, that allows you to live in just that small view. But you're right. How can I trust again? Look at your life. So you got to ask yourself this question. Based on what I've been told, have that moved me further in life has it stopped me from moving in life? You gotta really be serious about that. But the reason why we don't challenge that because again, if we challenge that, that causes us to say, you know, I gotta trust somebody now. I gotta open up now and I don't wanna do that. 
Remember, there's two sides to you. The you that's developed and the you that's undeveloped. The developed you says, I got to stay with what I've been told. The undeveloped you says, I got to open up. That's what's happening now. The undeveloped you said, I got to open up, I got to do something different. But because the old you is developed so strong, it don't let that new you open up. So you fight. You fight. But what feels comfortable is the one you go with. Growth will always be uncomfortable. Let me say that again. Growth will always be uncomfortable or growth comes with discomfort. Think about it. Because discomfort means that this don't feel good. I got to rely on something. I don't want to rely on nothing. Because I've been told not to rely on nothing. That's why that first fight that is hard for you. Yeah, I think it's uh, like a street thing. Because when you're in the street, you can't trust nobody. That's the street. But when you leave the street and you're trying to um, become a better person or whatever, you got to be uncomfortable. But that's the streets. Right. That's another form of deception. Right. Because I want to keep you under. If I can keep you under, you can never go up. Right. Think about it. I got to work under the table. Well, if you work under the table, that means you always getting paid low. Right. That means you under because you hide it. Under the table is, under the table, I don't care how you put it, under the table getting paid is low. Because that's why they call it under the table, because why they can't pay you on the table. <laughs> think about it. Why do you think they made the term under the table? Because it's not legal. See, but some of us have been living illegal, and we make it illegal right when it's wrong. See that? I done heard so many men say, yeah, where you been working at, Bill, man? You know, for the last couple of years, I've been working under the table. Yeah, you ain't paying no taxes. Government don't know who you are, where you are, because you hide. See, but now you done made hiding right, and it's wrong. See that? That's why we don't trust, because we'd rather do wrong than right. Because trust me, you got to do right. <laughs> trust me, you can't work under the table. But I don't want to pay the government, so I'm going to go under the table. Get your hand up. Yeah. Trust, trust also involves, it, it involves change and involves pain. Say again. Change, change and pain still. Change and pain. That's what trust yeah, involves. Change and pain and work. Change, pain, and work. Wow. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. That's why some of y'all can't be in commitment. Can't be with no one woman, man. That's too much. You talk I can't be committed to that. I got to have me by four or five. Because I, I can't do that because I can't trust her because I'm not trustworthy. I'm telling you, man, sometimes we base trust on ourselves. 
We don't like to take that accountability piece. We'll put it on everybody else. Because what we end up doing is duplicate what's been done to us sometimes. It's called, I'm paid back. They hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you. They dog me out, I'm going to dog them out. I'm going to get them first. So you'll set up a scenario to get back at somebody. You'll set it up. You'll sabotage. It's, it's so good, it's going great. Something wrong with this. I got to get out of this. Because it's pulling you in. See, trust pull you in. And, and because you done developed this way of not being pulled in, you kick against it. It's scary. It makes you start saying, oh, they're changing me. I'm wearing this now. I used to wear that. Who I'm talking different now. Just talk that way. I used to hang out here. I can't hang out there no more. Uh-uh. You pulling me away from my friends. Same friends who had you in jail. Same friends who told on you, who dropped the dime on you. You still want to hang out with them. And you started pulling away. That's again. You started pulling away because you're changing your life. And it's almost like, well, I ain't down no more. I, I, I can't hang with them no more. You shouldn't be hanging with them no more. That's true. Yes. Yes, bro. I look at it like before a man leaves his world, he's going to put his trust in something. Matter of fact, Harold said, before, his man, before man leaves his world, he's putting his trust in something. Matter of fact, whether you believe it or not, you trust in something now, even the lie. You trust in that. You trust in the lie. I know y'all been trusting a lot, because a lot of y'all been working under the table. That's a lie. And we'll work now. <laughs> Some of y'all will work right now under the table. Right now. And I'm saying not do it. You'll walk right out here and work, or work under the table. Because you're going to say, Miller, that sounds good, but I got bills to pay. Yeah. I got some children to take care of. You'll go work on the table right now. Matter of fact, some of y'all will walk out of here right now and go commit a crime knowing you might go to jail. Yeah. You'll go out here and buy some hot merchandise. How you homeless and you wearing Jordan's? I don't know how you do it. Jordan's cost two to $300. You got them two. $300 shoes, and then you got no money in your pocket. And I know you bought them on the loan. And if a cop find you out there buying it, that's theft by receiving. And some of y'all go out here and do it right now. You would, because you don't trust the process. See, when people get desperate, they do things to fulfill what they feel at that time. They don't trust the process. You don't trust you can get it if you work at it. So you succumb to the negative. You think you're never going to come up. So you do the things to come up slick, sly, fast, quick. Slow and steady gets you ready. Yeah. Slow and steady will get you ready. Fast and quick will not stick. Slow and steady will get you ready. Fast and slick or quick 
will not stick. Do it fast and quick. I bet you it ain't gonna stick. A lot of y'all have made fast money. Where is that? Where is it? Gone. Gone. Fast and quick. Let's do it fast. Let's do it quick. It's gone. We got millionaires in here. Former millionaires. Young former millionaires. The money you done spent? Yeah. Man, y'all done put some y'all done put some drug dealers on Wall Street. Yeah. I don't know I have. Yeah. Yes. Because you was doing it fast and quick. It didn't stick. It didn't last. Trust, man. Learn how to trust. Trust in stuff that's real. Trust is a process. Trust means I gotta have confidence in something more than me. I gotta open myself up to something bigger than me that can help me get to where I need to go. Can't do it alone, man. You can't do it alone. Nobody can do it alone. Whoever told you that, you better start telling yourself, I got to change. I got to open myself up <laughs> to learn more, to open myself up to more opportunities, more people. I'm going to come to you. I'm coming. I got to let go there. Uh, in the uh, streets, we got this thing that uh, they say, you say, you steady long, you steady wrong. Yeah, that's true to a degree. But sometimes you need to stay a little bit longer. You need to sit and wait and yeah. think things through yeah. instead of moving so quickly. Don't be impatient, man. You know, if I can't see, if I can't see the end of the road, I know I don't have any faith. If I can't see the end of the road, you can't see the end of the road. Sometimes you gotta trust the road. You gotta trust the process. These walls of fame are men who had to trust the process. The thing about this, and I say this to you again. You sometimes have to see, most of the time, you got to see the, the end in the beginning. If you see the end in the beginning, it'll help you keep moving. Let me give you a perfect example. Any program that you get into, whether it's school, anything, it shows you the end in the beginning. It tells you, by the end of this program, you're going to have this degree, this license. They'll give you people who have already done it because they're showing you it could happen. See that? They're showing you it could happen, even in the beginning. They show you that. Think about it. They show you that in the beginning. Any program, if you in any kind of school, any kind of job, they show you the beginning, the end in the beginning, every time. They say, this is what can happen if you do this. What happens, though, we're not willing to go through the process. That's why some of y'all dropped out of school. <laughs> That's why some of y'all dropped out of college. Yeah, you didn't complete it. Success is completing the thing. <laughs> Success don't have nothing to do with the money that comes. You can't get the money unless you complete a thing. You got to complete it. I know so many people, man, that started out and stuff and just stopped. Oh, I, I didn't do it. If you would have just stayed with it, could it be if you stayed with it, you'll be at a different place right now? If you just stayed with it. If you just trust the process. 
if you just kept going, if you didn't give up, if you didn't get distracted, if you didn't get caught up in the deception, you will be different. So if that's true, why not do it now? Stop quitting and go conquer. <coughs> How about that? Stop quitting and go conquer. You ain't got to do it overnight. It ain't going to happen overnight. Stay with it. Just like you got where you, you are where you are now, that didn't happen overnight. <coughs> Took you a while to perfect that. Took you a while to perfect smoking. Took you a while to perfect whatever the behavior is. Guess what? Give yourself some time to get the other part of your life right. You want to change your life in 38. But you don't ruin it for 20 years. Honey, I gotta give you my baby. That, that becomes a fight, boy. 
I'm about ready to leave him because he ain't gonna mess with my money. I was telling a couple this week. I said, you know, it's Black Friday now. Set that budget up. Yeah. That's right, that's right. See what we don't trust that. That's what ruined relationships. You marry somebody, they got your best interest at heart, so why your money can't be part of their business? Do you start separating what we want to separate? That's why relationships don't work. Because you're not fully trusted. You're not fully invested in Develop trust, man. Go through the process. It's going to be hard, but you got to trust something, man. Somebody. I say this. Now I'm going to leave this with you. You got to trust something. For me, <laughs> I say this to everybody. I trust God, man. That means I gotta lean on him with, with whether I see it, whether I feel it, gotta lean. And I lean totally. It's almost like, come in for a second. Give you an example. This brother standing here. Lean back, man. See that? When he lean back, when you trust in something, that means you fall back knowing you ain't gonna hit the floor. You know that regardless of what happens, you're going to be caught. And remember what I told you. God will show up even when you ain't looking for him. Yeah. World waiting on you. What you going to do? All right. Sit tight. They're going to be with you in just a minute, man. I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. Decisions I make. Impact. Every, every area, every area of, my of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my action. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need to stop. Line to myself because the only one I'm fooling is myself. I'm not a fake. I'm not a fake. I'm not a fake. No matter how I feel, no matter what. What? I see. I see. No matter, no matter what, it like, what it look like, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Let's pray, man. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family and you. So, God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we said or done that will breach our relationship with you and each other. God, I pray that you strengthen us where we may be weak, God. You know all about us, God. You know about this day. Even though we didn't know about this day, you set it up from the foundations of the earth. So, God, help us to embrace this day. Thank you. For, God, we're not worthy of your grace and your mercy, but we say thank you, God. Thank you for another opportunity to get it right. So, God, we pray as we go forth today, grant unto us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But more importantly, give us direction as we go through this throughout this day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about empathy. Empathy. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Empathy. 
the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Empathy. Empathy. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. What's the key thing in that, in that definition? Ability. Ability, but the key word in there, understand feelings of another. Understand feelings of another. We live in a world where that's hard. Understanding feelings of another. Because we live in a world where we are selfish. It's all about me. Ain't about somebody else. Matter of fact, you can see where an elderly person is walking and somebody younger jump right in front of them. <laughs> Understanding feelings of another. We are so selfish, self-centered, that we focus on, it's about me. What could I get? How is it going to impact me? We don't think about each other. We don't think about each other. All of us. I ain't talking about just you. I'm talking about me. At times, if we're not careful, empathy is the last part of our lives. We, that's not the first thing we think about. A lot of times we think about ourselves. What about me? We never look at the other side of it is, maybe if I help this other person or be concerned about the feelings of someone else, maybe somebody has some care about me. Maybe, or could it be, I need to not focus on myself, but focus on somebody else. And maybe in the midst of helping somebody else, it helps me. Still, that could be seen as self. But when I talk about the, just the meaning of empathy, the ability to understand and share the feelings of another, their feelings. See, if I came in here understanding your plight of being a man who has fell off, as we say, had some mishaps, had some setbacks, and I come in here and be like, that's your problem. That's your, that's your thing. Ain't got nothing to do with me. If I came in that way, I'm not showing no empathy. Because what I'm saying then is that I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm not a criminal. See, if I start labeling you as criminals, making mistakes, and, and I start putting myself at a different level, then I'm saying I'm not understanding or sharing your feelings. But how I can identify with you is, no, I may not have went to jail, but I created some crimes that may not be on, on the books. 
I mean, I've created some things that I ain't went to jail for. Yeah. I made did some mistakes that y'all don't know about. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because when I look at it, all of us have done one thing that put us in the same bracket. Made bad decisions. See, if I look at my decision making and your decision making, really, there's no difference. And if I want to say a difference is, you got caught, I did. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you got caught in some of your decisions. Some of your decisions had dire consequences. Some of mine had some consequences, but it wasn't the same. But they're still bad decisions. See, that puts us on the same level. That's the difference. We on the same level. We still men. We still make mistakes. I make mistakes. See that? The only difference is your mistakes are more glaring than mine. But they're still mistakes. I'm no better than you, man. I keep telling y'all that. I keep telling you that. No man is better than you. Matter of fact, all men are just like you. The only difference they make different decisions. And if a man can't be empathetic or have some empathy toward your situation, something wrong with that man. It is, because we all had to go through to get to. We all go through struggles. Yeah. Your struggle ain't no different than my struggle. We still struggle. Struggle is struggle. I've never seen struggle pronounced or written differently. It's still a struggle. That's what you gotta remember. Your struggle ain't no different than the next man's struggle. Well, you know, my, my mama wasn't there. Somebody else's mama wasn't there. Somebody else's daddy wasn't there. All of us have dealt with the same kind of stuff. It may have been designed or looked differently, but it's still the same thing. So you have to have some empathy toward the next man. Understand the feelings or sharing the feelings of someone else. When you don't have that, then you look down on people. Yeah, because all of us can end up, I can make one move today. One move I can make that can cause me to be home. Yeah, one move can put me in prison right now. One move. Let me go out here and do some forgery. I can be in prison. Just like you. Let my mind flip and go somewhere it don't need to go, and I can make the same mistake you make. But just like I can make one move that can mess me up, I can make another move that can set me up. Set me up to get to a whole nother level. Same thing. Same thing. One move. It ain't, it ain't about how smart I am. See that? Because really, you don't have to be the smartest guy. Or as I said one time in a session with you guys, if you're in the draw, you ain't got to be the sharpest knife in the draw. You don't. You don't have to be the sharpest guy in here. Because guess what? If you look at any knives or any utensils in the draw, 
You don't have to be the sharpest one. You just got to be one in there because all of them has a purpose. Say that again. You don't have to be the sharpest one. You have a purpose. So if God has given you a purpose and designed you, that means you still are valuable. Somebody sharing the same feelings, understanding you. But why we don't have empathy? Let's talk about that. Why is it hard to have empathy? Talk to me. Somebody raise your hand. Tell me. All right, I got an actual situation that happened yesterday. So I was on the job uh, the other day. And uh, this lady asked me, older lady, you know, my I, I come from respecting my elders, so uh, she asked me to help her out with her computer. She old, she don't know nothing about computers, you know. So I just helped her out. I didn't think nothing about it. So I got a call saying I was wrong for doing that. Wow! I got a call from the people at the at the job telling me, "Oh, I'm wrong for helping her out." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> Okay, so it was like, I showed empathy, but it was like I got scolded for showing empathy. Mm. It was like, I mean, she live here, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just visiting at her house. I'm just trying to help her out. I don't know what, what she was going through or anything. I'm just trying to help her out, you know what I'm saying? With something she don't understand because she just older. Sometimes you're going to be scolded for doing the right thing. Yeah. So See that? Like, I knew it was right what I did, but... They said I was wrong. I'm like, they right. said you were wrong, but you said you did right. And sometime in life, it just depends on the, the setup. Yeah. You have to sometimes go out of your comfort zone to help somebody. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Listen to what you just said. You knew the right thing to do. Right. I could allow you to fail. But instead of that, I did the right thing and put myself in a place of jeopardy. Right. I had a situation one time where I was dead broke on the on early morning, and I walked into a gas station. The lady in the gas station had dropped off of money. And bad that I had needed it and wanted it, I got it and gave it to her. I walked down and stopped it. And she said, oh, I dropped it. She said, you bring it back. I said, yes, ma'am. Look at that. It happens on a regular basis, man. When you have empathy, what you just said, a lot of us probably wouldn't did that. The money dropped. Saw the money drop. Know the money belongs to somebody. But you know, some of us would have did what? Put it in the say, oh, the Lord done blessed. Lord done blessed me. That could be a blessing some way. But it ain't a blessing. It's not. It's wrong. It's not a blessing. It's not true. It's not a blessing. If you see something, if somebody lose money, you know it ain't your money, you pick it up, that ain't no blessing. That's stealing. No, you don't, you, you may think it's not, but think about it. Is it worth you losing the blessing that you can have because you picked up that money? Yeah. Blessing came from her giving me 
There you go. But but you said though most of us would have did what? Lord the blessing. It's a blessing, this twenty dollars. When if I gave up that, there's something bigger than that. Because sometimes that's when the tests come about where is your empathy. Yes. Same thing happened to me at Mercy Cups. The uh, brother had left the money, like it was his medicine. Yeah, but a lot of us would be talking, man, bump all that down. Well, you know, the end of the Give me half of that money, my brother. Most of us wouldn't. Come on, man. Yeah, honey, I've seen it. I've seen it, man. We'll keep that money. Yeah. We'll keep it because we, because see, we're so focused on ourselves. We focus on ourselves. We'll say, I need the money just like they need the money. But it wasn't your money from the jump. Where's your empathy? Man, I don't care nothing about that. Integrity. Yeah, I think um, a lot of us don't show empathy because there's a lack of compassion and a lack of love. Ooh. Where are you at? Say that again. A lot of us don't show empathy because of what? Lack of compassion and a lack of love. Lack of compassion, lack of love. Wow. That's why we don't show it. But guess what? We want empathy, though. We want it. Another word to go with empathy, grace. We want that, boy. We want somebody to be empathetic. We want them to have some empathy and also give us some grace. Think about it. Just imagine. Just imagine that. If God said this to you, you know something? Today, I'm going to remove my grace. Mm, my God. From you. Right. No. I'm going to just remove, just, I'm going to do just 24 hours on it. Please. I'm going to just, this morning, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to give you no grace. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you for everything you do. Matter of fact, I'm going to take grace. I'm going to take empathy. I'm going to take love and compassion from you today. I just want to see how you can exist for 24 hours. I'm not leaving the door. I'm not going outside. What you think y'all be doing? Y'all be like this here. I ain't going to work today. I'm right there. I'm hiding out from everybody. Because what will happen then, you'll start having a thought process like, now I know I ain't right half of the time. And I know that God done let me slide with a lot. I don't believe I can make it. And guess what? You could. If the universe said, if he just said, you know, no grace today, no love, no compassion, no empathy, go deal with it. See that? But yet, we don't think that. Because we go through our day not having love, compassion, Empathy. Because we caught up in ourselves. Yeah. That's a scary thing, man. Sure is. But we live as though we got it just, it's going to happen to us. And you always get in a position to see if you're going to do the right thing. 
Because what it's doing is either develops you to be the kind of person that has love and compassion or the kind of person who don't. That's why it come in your face. That's why things happen right in front of you to develop what kind of man you're going to be. Are you going to have some empathy? Are you going to have some love? Are you going to have compassion? Are you going to extend grace? Because you want it. Your involvement in this program is all about grace. Think about that for a second. You coming in this program was all about grace and empathy. When you walk through that door, the first thing we said, man, he done been through something. Man, he done been through something. You know, he, he going through something. Man, he done lost his family. He done lost his job. He done, this he, brother done went through something. And some of y'all, you ain't even got to say you went through something. You look like you done went through yeah. something. Coming here with bags. Whoa, I mean, life done beat you down. Some of y'all look like y'all ain't had a haircut in years. <laughs> <laughs> On the real. Y'all look back. Y'all look, look like life just done beat you up, done slapped you around. You look like life done beat you down. But we here to restore pick you up. See, empathy, also, if you look at that, if you look at it closely, it's saying the ability to understand and share the feelings of another, if you put right into that, another word you can throw in that is restore. Because what empathy does for the person who needs empathy, it restores hope. Watch that for a second. Think about that for a second. Empathy, hope. Because if you're down and somebody's showing you empathy, it gives you hope of coming back up. That's what we do when you walk through the door. If we don't have empathy, we cannot give you hope. No empathy, no hope. Because empathy says, I understand how you feel. And when somebody tell you they understand how you feel and share what you feel, don't that bring hope? Yeah. Don't that bring some hope? You start saying, wow, they understand. They, understand. they care about me. Right. I can start caring about myself again. Because right. somebody cares. Somebody cares about me. Somebody restoring something that I feel like I don't even have. Because restoring means we got to put something back that was taken out. I'm watching you steal from me, but I tell you what, I'm going to 
take the same thing you doing, you stealing from me, and instead of persecuting you, yeah. I'm going to do the thing to support you. I'm going to give you an opportunity to keep moving in life because I understand your situation. I understand you broke. I understand you hungry. I understand when you're drinking, this is what you do. But instead of me putting you in jail, I'm going to give you what you need to help you move forward. I'm going to have some empathy. See what that empathy did? That empathy provided some hope, and that hope starts shifting the way you start thinking about yourself, and you start moving forward. That's why empathy is so important. Check that out, though. I never looked at it like that until you broke this. Wow. Teach it now, though. Yeah, that's, that's hope. Think about it. Because empathy kept you when you at a place of brokenness. When you feel like life don't care, nobody care. And somebody say, hey, I understand. See, just that. I understand, man. I understand you messed up. Now, man, you messed up, and you ain't gonna never be nothing. That's judgment. But I understand. I failed too. I messed up also. I've been through it. I'm still going through it. I'm just coming out of it. You either going in three places. You either going through it, coming out of it, or still in it. You're either going through it, coming out of it, or still in it. Yeah. Going through it, coming out of it. It's up to you. But if there's no empathy anywhere in that, it's all judgment. Yes. See that? I mean, two ways. I said three, but that's really two. I think it's third from somewhere. It'll come to me as we keep talking. I appreciate it, man. It's, it's that hope. It's that, see, empathy brings hope to the place. As I'm talking to you, I'm seeing how that happened. Because if anybody's seeing you fall, they're saying, I understand. See, when somebody tell you, I understand, it make you say, well, God, I ain't by myself. See that? I ain't by myself. Because when you're going through something, you really think, I'm the only person going through this. I'm the only person that done lost my children. Yeah. I'm the only person that done lost my marriage. I'm the only person that done went to prison. I'm the only person that done came in and came through the program and came in a second time and lost this and lost that. I'm the only person. Because when you're going through stuff, you think about yourself. You don't think about everybody else. You don't think about the other men who went through what you've been through. And matter of fact, going through what you're going through. Be around people where you so messed up in your mess, but they going through the same thing you going through. Same thing. But you so caught up in you, and because if you don't get no empathy in that process, it makes what you're going through seem like it's only you. Yeah, yeah. See, if nobody come aside to say, "Hey, man, I understand. I failed too. I lost my wife, man. I was out there cheating." See, nobody never say that. You think, oh, man, I'm the only one going through. Yeah. 
And all the while, all of us are going through something. I don't care what it is, man. We all struggle with something. But the problem is, nobody willing to say, it's me. Say this here. It's me. It's me. I struggle too. I struggle too. I'm struggling now. I'm struggling now. But, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then you're absolutely right to just applying it to myself. I found out that when I was struggling, and I found some people who were struggling the same way or in the same company, because the scripture says, misery loves company, it would lead me backwards or stagnant because I was, I was, I was, I had empathy from the wrong group of people who would lead me in the wrong direction, opposed to like you just said, some people coming with a different understanding. That's it. Because when they say, I'm going through what you're going through, but I'm moving forward. See, the catch is this, though. Empathy is a little different with, Let's do what we're doing. Yeah. Empathy is, I've been there and I'm trying to do better. See, it's different with hanging out with somebody that you know drinking versus somebody saying, I ain't going to drink around you. Ooh. Yeah. I know you struggle with drinking, so I ain't going to drink around you. Even though I ain't ready to stop, I ain't going to put you in a position where you start. Yeah. See that? If I don't want to do right, I'm not going to help you to do wrong. Listen to that now. If I don't want to do right, I ain't going to help you to do wrong. Because I know you're trying to do right. So I can't keep doing wrong in front of you. I'd rather move myself away from you to help you grow. So I don't make you allow you to mess up. See that? That's it. Well, that's what people do. That's where the empathy is now. See, we all fall. How good does it make sense for me to fall and you keep talking about how I fall, how I made a mistake versus telling me how I can keep moving forward? Don't make no sense. I know I failed. Already done. I know I messed up. So for you to tell me you messed up, you messed up. That's almost telling a person who fat, you fat. I know I'm fat. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me that. How can I get skinny? <laughs> I know I'm unhealthy. How can I get healthy? I know I'm broke. How can I get some money in my pocket? I know I done messed up my family. How can I get my family back? How can I get restored? I know where I'm at. See that? That's where empathy comes in. Empathy says, I understand. I've been there. But this is how you can remove that past and move forward. Empathy has to show it because empathy develops hope. I'm telling you, man. Anytime somebody has told me, I understand, and I'm willing to help you, that changes everything. I'm telling you, because when you at that point, that point of saying, you know something, I done messed up, and you can beat yourself up so much. See, that forgiveness piece, even though God can forgive you, people can't forgive you, the hardest part is forgiving yourself. Ooh. Because when you can't forgive yourself, you're beating yourself up. 
Because when you can't forgive yourself, that means you don't let hope. Hope is right there. Hope is standing right there right now. Hope is saying, I'm here. And because you can't forgive yourself, doubt started coming in. I ain't going to never make it. I ain't going to never be anything. That's what you're telling yourself. The world going on. I ain't going to never. And hope is saying, just reach out. I'm right there. And somebody got to come beside you and say, hey, it's all right. Then you say, here I am, hope. Because now empathy came in and made a way for you to get the hope that you need to keep moving. Yeah. We beat ourselves up, man. Yeah. That's why I said that earlier. I think we harder on ourselves than we need to. But the reason why, because we live in a world where people don't provide enough empathy, yeah. hope, love, yeah. commitment, yeah. compassion. We live in a world where people say, well, you know, I got mine. You get yours. Keep moving. One of the greatest things I've been experiencing recently in this program I, I'm in, I'm telling y'all, man, it blew my mind. I was at the point where I was talking about, I'm finna get this up. Because I was in a situation where I was struggling with the whole technology piece. Man, this thing blew my mind, man. This advisor that I have, she started talking to me. And man, I was almost on the phone crying, man. And I was holding it because she started saying this. I said, I don't think I fit. I don't think I can do this. This lady started talking. I had told one of my instructors that. This lady started talking to me. She said, let me tell you something. She said, we pick you. Check this out. She said, we knew when we had this interview with you that you had something in you that we need, that we knew that you would fit in our program. We knew that you would fit. We also knew that a lot of students have struggles in the beginning. But we knew you fit our program. So we understand. And whatever you need, we'll support you. Man, what you talking about? <laughs> we got a writing center that'll help you learn how to write the way you need to write in this program. Matter of fact, we'll give you this person's name. You call her or you send her an email, she'll set up a Zoom meeting with you. Matter of fact, you can send your paper to her and set up a meet, and when y'all have a meet, she can talk to you about this technical piece to help you write. Man, what you talking about? That empathy that she threw at me just sprung up hope. I started saying, if they can do this, I can do this. When she told me that, it changed the whole perspective. Because I was feeling like all these people smarter than me. Mm -hmm. All these individuals writing a certain way. See, because I know they struggle. I'm basing their struggle on the fact that they do something different than me, but not knowing some of them were struggling just like me. And when the instructor said that, it changed the whole perspective. Hope kicked in because she started showing him. Then I started saying, I can do this. Start changing stuff. 
My instructors wrote back to me, I can see where you changed. I can see where you've applied some of the stuff that you've been given. But empathy kicked in, which gave me hope. I'm telling you, bro, I know for a fact, for every one of you men, when empathy shows up, it opens up hope. But you got to start extending that to other people. That's what happens. That's why I said, because I know, look, now I may not be struggling on the job, but I struggle with my own stuff. Yeah, but it's empathy, man, that strengthened me. When people show that to me, I'm like, wow, I have to give it back. That's why every time I come to y'all, man, I'm trying to show you some empathy because I'm trying to tap into and hope for it. To look at yourself and say, no, nah, I can do this. Yeah, I can do this here. Yeah, I don't feel So you can stop beating yourself up and start looking at there's hope. I can get this. I can move forward. I can grow. Yes. Yeah, I will say, uh, it, it, it's something like, uh, you say sharing the pain of others. I had this guy, I lost my mom in 2001 for cancer, breast cancer. All right, man. Thanks for sharing. I ran across a, a, a guy. I was just uh, the right kids at the wrong time. He was locked up. He lost his mom. It just so happened to my son. As I was counseling the minister with him, he in the crowd with him. So, man, I've been there, I've done that. I know what you're going through. And as, as, as the day went on, he came back and told me that thing, but I needed that. He said, man, you really helped me. He said, man, you know, make sure you and brothers I seen cry with a person that's crying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compassionate. And, you know, it, it, just, it just does something to me when I be in a situation, opportunity, because, see, I turn an opportunity from a conversation to a blessing. That's it. That's it. See? Listen to what that brother said. He lost his mom, and this other brother lost his mom. And the brother was going through that situation of losing his mom, and he said, I've been there. I'm going to cry with you, bro. And when he cried with that other brother, guess what he did? It gave that brother who was going through some hope. Some hope. But we don't do that. We'll hold it to Man, this guy then came in my office and talked about situations they've been with. And I'd be in there like this here, man. They start crying, I'd be like, start dropping some tears. Because, see, one of the things about what I do, I try to be as transparent as they are because if I do that, that's letting you know it's okay. You in there crying, I'm there, yeah, man, I understand, but stop all that crying. What, what you think that's gonna do? I mean, if you if you just had a day in my life, sometime when I'm talking to people and I'm sitting there, the woman done been raped, mama been raped, mama done been abused, the daughter been abused. I'm hearing this stuff, man. Sometimes they're breaking out. I'm breaking down with them because it's real. That's empathy. But if I'm sitting there like I'm stoned and like, I understand, and I can't show no compassion, guess what that does to them? They don't allow them to be free to let it go. See, that's what you brothers need. Y'all need somebody that said, yeah, man, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right to say you hurt. Yeah. It's all right to say you scared. Right. See, that's a lot of stuff that y'all don't do. 
You know you're scared, but you won't say you're scared. Because what you try to do is what society said. Stay hard. When empathy says it's okay for you to be scared. Because guess what? I'm scared too. I've been scared also. Matter of fact, I'm scared now. Yeah. Empathy comes in and makes hope possible. With all of us, man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the way I've grown is in my darkest times. Man. <laughs> man, the way that I've grown is in my darkest times. When it seemed like ain't nothing going to happen. When it seemed like hope is so far away. When it seemed like what I'm going through, I ain't going to never get out of it. That's when growth shows up. Yeah. I don't always look for the good. I'm telling you, anybody that I interview, anybody I talk to that's on a successful level, I ask this same question. What did it take for you to get to where you are now? What did it take? What did you go through? See, because if I can get just a gleam of what you went through, that brings hope for me to get there. I don't get caught up in all what you done accomplished. My question is, what did it take you to accomplish what you accomplished? Because I just want to get a little piece of it. Just a little bit. Because if I can just see just a little bit of life, that's hope. That's crazy because I asked, I asked somebody that same question that was, I felt like was a successful person. And it was like just the information alone was enough for me. Just a little bit. Say it again, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I just need. I just need. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. To get to a lot. To get to a lot. It's all you need, man. Just a little bit. I'm always looking for that, man. I'm always looking for that. Cause that's what that's what any ball player says. It can be looking like at the end of the game. And the person on the other side trying to get to their goal line. All they say is that all I need just a little bit. I just need you to be open just a little bit. I've seen that in a lot of games. I've seen it with a lot of guys shooting. A lot of guys throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. All I need is just a little bit. And if I can just see a little bit, I got it. Yeah. See, some of y'all looking for a lot. All you need is a little bit. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a whole lot to get there. <laughs> All you need is a little bit. Just a little bit. Think about it. Think about it now. I want you to really think hard. Because when the negative came, all it took was what? A little bit. Say it again. Just a little bit. You know it ain't take nothing but a little bit. It ain't take a whole lot for you to start down that path. Just a little bit. Just one pool. I said just one pool. I've been smoking cigarettes for years. But think about it. 
Empathy is just a little bit. It ain't got to be a whole lot. You don't need nobody to come every day. Hey, man, you got, I got that guy. All you got to tell you that is one time. If you're open to it, it seeds into your spirit. Now you know I can do it. But I'm telling you, man, I had this experience at school, man. And I was like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. And that lady started telling me that. It was a couple of, and man, it was like, I can do this. Because does it, don't it think, doesn't it feel like when you got something new, you can't do it? Yeah. I'm going through it right there. It feels like, man, I can't do this. Because it's unknown. Yeah. That's the catch. It feels unknown, but guess what? What you know now was once unknown. So if you can learn what you didn't know, then you can learn what you need to know now. Woo. <laughs> Let me tell that again. Let me see if I can say that again. If you can learn what you didn't know then, you can learn what you need to know now. If you can learn what you didn't know then, you can learn what you need to know now. That means the unknown shouldn't be scary. The unknown should be something you embrace. Right. But I wouldn't embrace it. I didn't even try because it was unknown. Hey. Now I need to go ahead and you can do what I got. That's, That's it, right. bro. Don't That's hop, it. Don't hop out there. Yeah, see? Because I know it looks scary. Take but you've been there. You didn't know what you know now. It was unknown. And you was willing to go out there and take that challenge. Yeah. Do it now. Empathy. That's a powerful word, man. Huge. That's a powerful word, empathy. Understanding the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Brother, let me tell you something. What y'all been through helps me to grow. Helps me to grow. Yeah. Understanding what you've been through helps me to understand, helps me to know if these guys can make it. Let me tell you something, man. I'm telling you, when I understand what you've been through, I say to myself, man, I ain't been through nothing. Straight up. When I see what you done been through, what you done lost, I start saying to myself, if they can do this, if they can get through this, I can do this. These guys scared to survive. I'm scared of getting this, uh, passing the class. Man, what? <laughs> you going through life, man, trying to recover. From some stuff. Come on, man. Empathy. Understanding what y'all go through helps me to get through other stuff. That's why I don't look down on you, man. Y'all really heroes, man. You don't even recognize. Yeah. Y'all setting the tone for some other men, man. Y'all think, I know you know, I think you walk around the day all the time thinking you a loser. Yeah. Some of y'all still feel like you're a loser. And you don't recognize right now, man, you are a hero for some other people. Yeah. Every time you mean get up and go to work, every time you mean get up and keep moving, 
man, you let me know it can be done. You can have some, some proclivities or some issues that tie you up and you keep moving, that lets me know that it can be done. That you don't have to stay down and you can get up and keep moving. Yeah, see, but you, sometimes you don't think that way. Sometimes you think that you'll lose. Tell me, how many of y'all, don't some of y'all mean think that sometimes? Be honest with me. Yeah. That you think you can't make it. You feel that way sometimes. You feel that way sometimes. Don't you get up sometimes thinking, man, am I going to ever get there? Am I going to ever get there? It seems so far away. It seems like I can't never get it together. And you don't recognize just how close you are. Men that came in my office, you know, don't seem like I'm going to make it. Don't seem like I'm going to get that job. Don't seem like they're going to hire me. Don't seem like my family want nothing to do with me. Don't seem like I can never regain what I lost. Let me tell you, sometimes, most of the time, you coming back is better and sweeter than it was before. Your comeback is better and stronger than it was from the beginning. Your comeback. See that? But you just got to hang in there. Say this. I, I need, need to, stay to stay with the process. With the process. It ain't over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over. And even when it's over, it ain't over. I also think that the, the key also is to, is to try to stay optimistic instead of pessimistic. Good peace, brother. Positive energy. Brother said, I think it's better to stay optimistic than pessimism. Yes, sir. That I gotta keep seeing the opportunity instead of the obstacle. And we just flip that for you. Because in every obstacle, there is an opportunity. And if you just stay focused, you can get it. The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? Appreciate it, man.